0: Here comes the truth, and here comes your favorite podcast, always still made
1: for you. Are you ready for my baby story of the week that ties into something not at all baby related?
0: Okay. I can What's do that? one
1: here. I got a bunch of baby books for Christmas, luckily enough. <laughs> Are you familiar? Carl? Like baby yes. advice books or no, baby just like baby reading, reading books?
0: books? Yes. Okay.
2: Actually,
1: that's not bad. Um, so, oh, I'm fine with that. He likes books, although right now he's just trying to destroy them. Mm-hmm. That's his new Smart thing. kid,
2: audiobooks.
1: Yeah, but he knows when <laughs> books end, and he has complete, like, panic attack. When certain books end, Dr. Seuss books, he loses his mind. Oh. And you have you to start a, over again.
0: You need, like, an anthology, so you read, like, segments of the book, mm-hmm. so he never sees that you're at the end of the page or something. Yeah.
1: But, or, do you know Baby Beluga?
0: Baby I Beluga, so. not yeah. familiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I've heard that one. I
1: think it's a Raffi song. Yeah, it's a song. Raffi sang it, and it's a kids' book about a baby beluga whale doing its thing. But there's part of it that I just cannot approve of when talking about the beluga and all his friends. And there's a picture of like coming out of the hole, and all the other polar animals are hanging out, and there's like a child, of course, and a seal and a sea lion. And an arctic fox, Getting all scary. Hide, hanging around this hole, and, and a, a big friendly polar bear. Yeah, that's know.
2: your face gets ripped off.
1: Yeah. Just smiling, hanging out with a little kid, drinking a I, coke. Yeah. So I thought that was I. So that got me looking into bear news, which is I really that's a bad message for kids. Week. Yeah. Here's a better message for kids. Here's a story about bears for you. Good. Yeah, this should be. A movie. I think this could be Tarantino's next movie. It should be <laughs> the Sankey Betsu brown bear incident.
2: Spaghetti. Incident. Take you back
1: to 1915. 194- <laughs> what? We're taking you back to 1950 th- in Japan. I you said this was news. It's bear news. Tell me it's this news involves news. an ancestry bear. of bears. Bear news has no t- oh. time. For Keep <laughs> going. Keep going. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, let's do the prequel first in mid-November of 1915 a bear started showing up at someone's house in like a remote new village area where there's always always lots of animals around so it wasn't the biggest deal you're going to expect wild animals in the wild yeah okay right so on November 20th the bear reappeared and on the 30th like it's still didn't show up though but they got prepared because next time it shot up in the 30th, it was shot. The people shot it, but they made that Jaws mistake. They did not kill it. Oh! Mm-hmm. So they followed the footprints. They found bloodstains, but a snowstorm made them go back. So you figured this bear got shot. It's wounded. It's going to die, or now it's scared of people, right? Mm-hmm. It's at
2: least going to leave you alone.
1: Yeah. But this bear did not get scared. This bear gets angry.
2: The Trevor bear.
1: Yeah. It took a week to recover planning december 19th yeah. <laughs> it took december a week to 9th, plan yeah yeah licked its wounds planned its revenge <laughs> Got and here pen we go and paper december made 9th, a list yeah december 9th shows up at the home of the Ota family there's the farmer's wife and there's abe there's the farmer's wife and always an abe being taken care of by the wife we're at the it's
2: house like chicken m- chicken nuggets yeah. the,
1: the baby this bear he said it was angry the baby was bitten on the head and killed Done. the wife tried to fight back with firewood smart throwing wood at it and tried to escape but she got taken knocked out dragged away by the, into the forest killed so, yeah Ouch. it looked like a slaughterhouse it was a bad scene so a search the next day they found What about Abe? What about Abe? Yeah. Uh, he just ran just off. home, I guess. yeah, He wasn't there at the time the bear was oh. moving.
2: Oh, okay. I thought Abe just left the baby and the woman to die. Because <laughs> yeah. so you only need to be faster than one to person day. to survive a bear. Yeah. yeah.
1: Next day. Okay, let's go get this bear. Five people saw it from like 100 meters away. Five took shots at it. One hit it. But the bear just got It, it ran away again. Just getting angrier
2: shoot up the bullet, spit it out.
1: Mm -hmm. So at eight o'clock that night, the bear came back to that same farm again. There's like 30 people in the area waiting for it. One got a shot off at it, but nobody got attacked. The bear was like, okay, I'm out. I've had enough of this farm. I'm moving on. This is where things get serious. That wasn't
0: serious. Yeah, baby's dying, wife's dying. Now things get
1: serious? No. So all the guardsmen were off hanging out at this farm. The bear kept going back there to get everyone focused on that area, right? It was like a classic fake-out. So there's...
2: There's Lurking out of shot range just to get them scared.
1: Yeah. So now the Miyake family down the road a bit. Sounds tasty. Yeah, so... News about this Ota the fa- bears back oh, at the Ota farm. Let's get everyone down there. So everyone leaves, and Miyake family's is all alone. Classic horror movie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's Yayo, the wife, she was, having her, she was preparing a meal while carrying mm. her fourth child on her back. <sighs> yeah. How modern. Yeah. You hear a rumbling noise outside, but before she could even investigate... The bear breaks through the window into the house. Into a house. That's not the the cook pot that was cooking supper overturns dousing the house in flames. So in the panic to do that, all the lights in the house get like the oil lights and everything gets water covered and gets turned off. The house is now completely dark with a bear inside and a bunch of kids.
0: Holy moly.
1: Yikes. Yeo tried to flee the house, but her second child clung to her legs, tripping her as she ran. The bear attacked her and bit the baby on her back. The bear mauled a few other kids at that house, killing a few of them. The second son, the third son. Next to be targeted was someone else's pregnant wife who was there. Just hanging out. She was also attacked and eaten. So this is like the house with all the women and children, in, and the bear busts through the window, shuts Why off. Why is this lights.
2: not a movie?
0: <laughs> Maybe for the hundredth year anniversary, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll bottle be, some whiskey. So the first son and daughter
1: <laughs> and some relatives were injured but lived. The village people gathered back at the school. In six days, two six people in two days, six people had been killed. One of them pregnant. And most people left the village.
2: The bear cleaned the house. Yeah. Took back the forest. Yeah.
1: I like a few days later, it goes quiet. Wait, it keeps going? Yeah. So a few days later, there's like, there's a sniper team put into place around the village. And there's this incident where there's like a shadow at the edge of the forest. Not oh, sure tell if it's me a the snipers a kill a person. No. But the bear is, like, hanging out. He's like Once they call out, like, hey, who's there? Then the bear takes back off. So he opens fire. But at that moment, just before they shoot, the bear sneaks back off into the forest. So that was on December 13th now. Well, this bear is bear's getting
2: ready for Christmas.
1: <laughs> on the 14th, Yamamoto, a tracker tracks down the bear, He gets within 20 meters of it, and shoots it. First shot hits the bear in the heart, second shot in the head.
2: This guy's the man!
1: Yeah. This bear is 750 pounds and nine feet tall. Holy crap. Yeah. So now, if you go to this village, there's a shrine to the bear, well, to the victims. But this shrine is insane because it has a huge bear reaching over a wall, a life-sized replication. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they're really of glorifying the bear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay respects, man. Yeah. The bear's family yeah. and be coming
1: back. Yeah, oh. there's even an amazing aftermath where, if we remember Yale from the Dark House, he survived that attack, but the baby who was in the backpack died like a few years later from the wounds. So some other people from the wounds. Let me, Yes, from just from the long-term effects of it. Now, Okaga Haru- Haruyoshi, who was seven years old and the son of the mayor at the time of the incident, grew up to become excellent bear hunters. Haruyoshi swore an oath to kill ten bears for every victim of the attack. By the time he reached the age of 62, he had killed 102 bears.
0: Is this why there's no more, like, bears in Japan? This is, this is like days? a Kill Bill
1: situation. <laughs> yeah. Then he built that bear shrine where people can pray for the dead villagers.
2: I just looked up the shrine. It is
1: terrifying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you see the picture with the helmet?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Send me so a link. <laughs> I'll put it up on the blog, okay? So scary. Here comes some wisdom.blogspot.com.
1: Yeah. His son, in 1980, after a five-year trace, tracked down a 500-kilogram brown bear. Just for revenge. <laughs> Just because it was really big, I guess. Like Life Aquatic. <laughs> so that's more of a children's story that kids should hear about bears. Oh, well,
0: kids' stories back in the day, you know, like Brothers Grimm and stuff, they're all like... Yeah. Scary and stuff like that. Everything back in, in the day kids. kept it real. I know. Now it's just all. It's oh, don't want to offend the children.
2: No, so. nowadays we're just all trying to live. Yeah. Back in the day, they just gave up on that idea. It's like most of us are going to die. <laughs> Might
0: as well be entertained from. Yeah, let's younger. make we'll something up. You at a p- younger age.
2: That's seriously. I re- I respect that about old. Even even old like John Donne, famous poet. Everything he wrote was just like, we're all toast. Like, and then you read about his life, and it's like, he had 12 kids. Like, three of them lived. His wife died. He was sick for 30 years, and then he died of some terrible wound. You know, like, just keeping it real. And now we all when think you're living
1: in a place, when you're living in a time when a bear can just come through your window.
2: A bear can come through your window right now, man.
1: Mm, it's less likely. I'm not worried about it.
0: <laughs> True. Cuts the power from the outside. Turns on. Now that you off. mention
1: it, I'm looking. <laughs> You're right. It is possible.
2: Let's get into farting. Brent's gone. Okay. He's can we down. use that as Can we use that as the intro for
0: this segment? <laughs> Let's get into Brent farting. Is, Brent is off farting right now. <laughs> okay. So, Brent is gone to fart Brent.
2: (laughs) Brent did not want to have anything to do with farting. So, we're going to continue on.
0: He had to alleviate some gas. So, um, a federal employee, this is an American federal employee, was formerly reprimanded this month for excessive workplace flatulence. He should be. (laughs) And and he was sanctioned by, uh, given a five-page letter that actually included a log of dates and times where he was recorded... In quotes, releasing the awful and unpleasant odor in his Baltimore offense. Wait, is it odor, odor, or sound? <laughs> it's all about the odor. Uh, I don't know if you can fault him bad
2: for the odor. Yeah. So in I this think form- if you could, I think if you could lay in the <laughs> sneaky ones, I think it's fair. Prove it. Prove it, man. Prove it with Prove it. You smelled so what- it. You dealt it. That's the first rule. He just needs to hire a cheap lawyer. And just pull out an old scroll and say, He who smelt it, it dealt, dealt it. it, Your Honor. Yeah. That is their entire defense.
0: So, what happened was um, his manager got everyone in the office to record the dates and specific times that this person passed gas. So, they had 17 separate dates and 60 times within those 17 days. So, that's like on average three times a day this guy would fart. That's nothing. And September, September That's 9th. nothing!
2: He farted three times a day and you can't deal with this man?
0: I, there is 19th. something else going on. September 19th was a particularly bad day where he had nine instances of flatulence. That's nothing! <laughs> but yeah, he's been accused of conduct unbecoming to a federal officer. And his uh, uncontrollable flatulence has created an intolerable and hostile environment for co-workers. It's several he, people. Uh, yeah. Take
2: some Gas-X or something.
0: Well, he said he would. He said uh, he suffered from lactose intolerance and he was going to take some uh, Gas-X. But the supervisor says that uh, there's no evidence that you had started to take the medication. <laughs> the, they should uh, the just take him wording. to the
2: water cooler every morning. Put it in his mouth, plug his nose and say, go to town there, stinker.
0: His supervisor in writing actually said, noting that you have submitted has indicated that you would have uncontrollable flatulence. It is my belief that you can control this condition. <laughs> Trevor, this guy's fed up with his job and he's just letting everybody else have it. You can't yeah. get fired for farting. <laughs> This guy may be setting precedence, though. He won't. There's Uh, no way he's getting fired for farting. Another quote from the document is, the reason none of your fellow employees are willing to assist you with your work is because of your uncontrollable flatulence. (laughs) So um, they've suggested that he makes it to the restroom before relieving the awful and unpleasant odor. And the, uh, the employee has countered, I will turn my fan on when it happens. But the manager has, has come back and says, no, actually turning on the fan would cause the smell to spread and worsen the air quality of the module.
2: He should give him a little bag to fart it and lock it up. <laughs> fart bags. And then light them on so, fire. What if he lights his farts on fire?
0: Fart bags.
2: Do farts, when you burn a fart, does it smell?
0: I don't know. Maybe they should just have like a constant lighter, like installed in his just chair. Just like you know, they have oven
2: burners that have little sparks. A
0: little pilot light on. And yeah, they have a pilot on his butt all the That's time. The, the methane gas just instantly combusted. Boom. Well, there's a picture of this guy, Trevor. Oh no! <laughs> He's like 700 pounds. He's pretty heavy. He's pretty Aww. heavy. But it's unfortunate. Um, the picture that was selected for this article, his face is blurred out. <laughs> He's at a theme park, a like a Six Flags Warner Brothers park, it looks to be. Because he is the picture's taken with him and another character, and they have their arms around each other, and that character's Peppy Le Pew.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't write this. <laughs> We went down to the grocery store and we bought 42 cans of beans 14 cabbages and 10 bags of Brussels sprouts Then we went down to the liquor store and we bought 22 pieces of beer Back to Bellamy Bob's house and ate the fart, drank the beer After about an
1: hour or so, yeah, the park started to grow. We had the funniest, smelliest farting competition of all time Here yeah, we were farting Off-farting
2: oh, <laughs> A farting, oh, long. Yeah, we were farting. do ah, farting. Okay. Farting
0: so you still have your iPhone?
2: Do I have my iPhone?
0: Yeah, you still got it? Why wouldn't I? I don't know, it hasn't gotten stolen or anything. Why'd my phone be stolen? I don't know, people like to steal iPhones out there. One, one case in particular, New Year's Eve, there's this uh, trombonist in the band, Called uh, Streetlight Manifesto, a ska band. I've actually seen them. They opened up at a concert I went to, and I bought their T-shirt. I couldn't tell you one of their songs, or really, I haven't listened to them since I bought their T-shirt. But it was a nice T-shirt, and they were a pretty good band. So he was in a cab New Year's Eve, and um, he left his phone in there, and so he called the cab. They couldn't find it, so someone had stolen his phone. Well, he had a. Uh, he was getting some email notifications. Uh, that t- the person who had his phone was messaging girls on OKCupid, just like how you know I started up the Plenty of Fish account for the hurricane, and we'd get all those annoying email updates. Yep. So he realized that whoever had his phone was looking for love on OKCupid, and he was looking for some Hispanic women. <laughs> so this guy, uh, Nadav Nirenberg, the trombone player, he wanted his phone back pretty bad. So he went on OKCupid create an account for Jennifer Gonzalez. Oh my, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Went on Google image search, found some Hispanic babes, put them up on his profile picture, and uh, got into contact with the guy who stole his phone. So uh, he suggested that maybe the pair meet up at uh, Jennifer oh, Gonzalez's Oh, this is apartment. so good. <laughs> and uh, Nadav used a lot of winks and smiley faces, so it would seem like he really was a girl. So here comes the thief with a bottle of wine just like to get <laughs> Chris Hansen was, yeah, date on there, was out the door. Yeah, Dateline NBC. But so the thief opens the door. Nadav Nirenberg is there. He wants his phone back and he's getting it back. You know why? He's got a hammer. <laughs> that sounds Kay. like the least I would have. <laughs> the weapon of choice right there. The hammer. I'd have a baseball bat. <laughs> so uh he opens the door. He's got the hammer. He's like, give me my phone back. He hands it over immediately. And then guess what the trombone player does? He gives him 20 bucks and sends him on his way. You know, 20
2: bucks. that is... He's a good person.
0: Who, the, the thief or the trombone player? The trombone player. Gave him 20? Yep. He, he said he wanted to leave it on a good... End this confrontation on a good note Not so that he'd come back Well come you never right want to out end out a homies. key <laughs> 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 Anyways This Jennifer Gonzalez Quite the babe Got 30 messages in 5 minutes As soon as he put up the, the, the picture As soon as he created the account He had 30 messages within 5 minutes Pretty irresistible to any cell phone thieves I suppose uh, So Careful out there people On, on these dating websites could be a man, a trombone player with a hammer on the other end of that door. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're a jerk that steals phones.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, a, a girl that I know, mm-hmm. um, a friend's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She left her phone in a ca- a taxi cab. Okay, and it wasn't we're,
0: your guy. What, what was what's your guy's name again? Not Wahid. Not nah, Wahid. But we're I in Ku- we're Wuhan. in Kuwait. Okay.
2: And. Uh, so it's, it's a different world out here, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, we call Waheed and we're like, yeah, this guy speaks Arabic. He doesn't really speak English. He has the phone. We want to get it back. Waheed calls. The guy says, yeah, okay. He'll drop it off tomorrow night at 10 o'clock outside your apartment. Blah, blah, blah. You know, no problems. We're all there to pick it up. doesn't show up. No.
0: Okay. He wants ransom.
2: Yeah, all of a sudden he wants money. So then he gets, he sees that one of the last numbers that she called is my number. So he starts calling me. Because that's the only person he knows to really get a hold of about this anymore. Because we're not calling him anymore. Okay. He calls me and I'm in class teaching. (laughs) And I get a phone call from her cell phone. So I look at one of my kids. I'm like, I don't speak Arabic. Arabic. And I explain the situation and I give this kid the phone. And I kid you not, that guy, the phone was back by the end of the day.
0: <laughs> the kid. He, he just went Mel and give me back my phone.
2: No, no, no. Because in Kuwait, it's all about who you know. Yeah. And this so kid was kid, like, a kid guy. this kid was like, you know who my dad is? He's like, blah, blah, blah is my dad. <laughs> He's like, my dad could find the GPS coordinates of this, of this phone and we will get it. And you will be in a lot of trouble. And the guy totally bought it. The kid totally like the just the kid just I've never heard a child just destroy a grown man <laughs> <laughs> in two minutes.
0: Like, Other than the zombie girl in the elevator. <laughs> that was within ten seconds. And, and, and that, <laughs>
2: night, that night, phone returned.
0: I'm disappointed Wahid couldn't do it. I thought since he knew you guys rolled with Wahid that maybe uh, Wahid well, tried maybe peaceful worse, measures,
2: so. but this guy was a scumbag. Ugh. You had to, to thread his legs.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's fun to have
2: kids that you teach that are super connected. It's also terrifying. Yeah, if you screw up, man. Yeah, but be... it's pretty fun. But these kids are great for the most part. Yeah. But, uh, but the the fun part is that, like, there was a day when I needed my passport. And basically, if I couldn't get it through the school, it was one phone call and it would have happened. And uh, what was another example? What happened one day? Oh, I can't remember. It was really funny. Hmm. I don't know. It's literally everything is one phone call away, though.
0: That's awesome. No, it's
2: terrible, actually, but it's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> no red tape, man. No red <laughs> tape. Oh, well. Maybe cut that part. <laughs> so, yeah, we'd like to uh, give the listener of the week award to Beth. Who uh, who tweeted Aww. out that she was listening to the, our at HCSW podcast on Twitter on her night shift break. She's a nurse, and it perked her up during her double shift. So uh, we like to hear stories like that. So maybe uh, send a little send a little love our way to here comes some wisdom at gmail.com. Absolutely, we should go to Memphis, Trevor. When you really, get back. go see Elvis. Elvis, go see Graceland. Is this a segment? Kind of.
2: (laughs) Do you want to save it or do you want to do it?
0: No, no. That was the segment. It's over. (laughs) Have a good week, everybody. What? (laughs) Is that some kind of joke? No, I don't know. We should go to Graceland and get some... I went to Memphis once, uh, just in the airport. And uh, so we're like, let's get some Memphis barbecue. And we're like, yeah, it's just a fast food. Like, you know, just a, like a fast food stand cart kind of thing. Serving barbecue in the airport with like $7 ribs. And it was the best barbecue I ever had. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder what like a real sit-down restaurant ribs in Memphis would actually be like. Go check out Sun Studios. Oh, mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Who else recorded it, Sun? Oh, we'll oh, get some ribs. <laughs> Like is that like a museum you can visit? Sun Studios. Get Sun some Studio.
1: <laughs> <It's> ribs.
2: <laughs> Mercy.
0: I listened to a lot of Elvis Christmas before Christmas at work, man. A lot.
2: Oh, thank you.
0: Oh, what was the best song I listened to? Something? Poppy leaves or something? Or oh, that's good. Oh, well. Okay, I think that's it for this week.
1: No oh, ribs. <laughs>
2: oh. Well. Uh. <laughs> and I'm stopping.
1: Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that heartbreak or
2: so lonely, they could be. Well, they're so lonely. They'll be
0: so lonely they could die.